Welcome to The Matt Haycock Show, a podcast about business, money and life. Matt has been making money and making mistakes for over 20 years. And in this podcast, he shares his thoughts and stories so you can improve your business, finances and life whilst hopefully avoiding the mistakes he and others have made along the way. Listen in and level up. Hey guys, it's Matt Haycox here, and today you've got a very sweaty me and a, and a, and a not so sweaty in, interview guest with me. I'm here with Barbara Shett uh, at, at, uh, at Boodles in the Mia, which is um, when you guys hear me talking a lot about my annual networking events. Th- this this is the big event. You can see behind me. Uh, well, you can't see behind me, but we, we've actually got for the first time a three million pound Bugatti supercar. It's actually so secret that it's undercover, and they don't even let me take it off. Um, but the hi- the highlight of uh, of, of the uh, week for me here is. is getting to play with these guys so for anyone who doesn't know Barbara she has been on well she's a retired Austrian tennis player she was on the tour for 14 years top uh, top 10 for what 10 years uh, no, not quite. 10 say years. ten. Say ten. She was top <laughs> right. ten for almost ten years. Uh, peaked at number seven in 1999. She's played Fed Cup. She's uh, she's represented Austria in the Sydney Olympics. And uh, if any, any of you avid sports watchers now, you might see her presenting Eurosport. So thanks a lot for joining us, Barbara. Thanks, um, And and yeah, and we, we've we've just played a bit of mixed doubles as well. We we, we can't tell if we, if we won or we lost because no, we had fun. It, we had fun and it rained off. So we're t- we're taking that as a pause in the game. So, but listen, obviously I've given everyone a, a little bit of an introduction yeah. about you. Can you just flesh that out and set the scene? And Yeah, so I mean, you, you kind of said it all. Um, you know, I played uh, professionally on the, on the Women's Tour WTA Tour until I was 28. Then I decided to retire, which is actually nowadays very young because most of the girls and guys, they play in their mid-30s. How old were you when you started? I started on the tour when I was uh, 16. So I started, yeah, turned pro when I was 16. I was already top 100 and then I turned pro. I didn't actually finish school because I was traveling so much. Um, so you never know. I decided, never no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't miss it actually, not graduating. So um, yeah, so I've been uh, traveling on the tour for a long time and I loved it. But then at that point, you know, when I was 28, I was just sick of traveling. I just, and I would, I would still hit the ball well, the body was feeling good, but I just couldn't do it mentally anymore. And um, then my transition actually uh, was going pretty smoothly. I'm a pretty organized person. So while I was playing in that last year, I already thought about what direction do I want to head. And I thought, uh, I, I want to definitely stick in tennis somehow because that's what I know best. That's what I've done all my whole life. And I've met a lot of people, a lot of doors opened, you know. Um, and, and I knew I wanted to go into the uh, TV side. I wanted to represent maybe uh, companies, you know, I wanted to, uh, be behind a microphone, work at the tournament, behind the scenes as well, and that's what I've done. So I'm uh, with Eurosport now for the last uh, 14 years. 14, 14, 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, exactly. So we started in a small group of five people, uh, going to all the Grand Slam tournaments and um, interviewing players. You know, we did a few interviews here and there, and now we're like in, at the French Open. We were 260 people. And uh, we are just on all day, pretty much. And, and, and do you only do the Grand Slams or, or, do, or do you do the Masters and other tournaments? For, for Eurosport, I only do the, the Grand Slams because we have uh, the rights for them. They're still trying to buy some rights uh, on, on the ATP tour. I don't know how that's going because at the moment. They're going to have some competing with Amazon to do, aren't they? Maybe, yeah, they want to. Um, and, and then I still work uh, for other few networks. I, uh, there's, there's one little one in Austria now. It's called Servus TV, which is uh, part of Red Bull, the Red Bull company so I'm gonna work for them 
uh, the Austrian events and then uh, New you Zealand. You commented in English. I, I commented at my I work when I work for Euros, but it's all in English. Yeah. Um, but obviously when I work in Austria, it's, it's all in German. So um, I have lots of them. I work at the WTA event in, in Linz, for example, which is I'm the ambassador of the tournament. So I work behind the scenes. I help to organize the tournament as well, which is really interesting, uh, having been a former player, because when you play, you only think about yourself and you never think about the people, you know, what effort they have to go through to put a tournament up. And, and also, you know, like a journalist side, you know, what questions do you ask? And, now I know how that feels, you know, as, as a player and as uh, the other person, you know, working uh, in, in t for TV, for example, or at the tournament. So it's really, it's uh, it's really interesting. And um, yeah, no, it's uh, my second career is going quite smoothly, I have to say. Fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, I, obviously, I, I gave you I gave you a little background before mm. we started this, but um, mo most of my audience are, are, let's say, in the business sector, whether they're small business owners or the, or the, or the budding entrepreneurs yeah. or, you know, business students and, and what, what I like to do is I like to in, interview people who are let's say experts in their field which uh, typically isn't business uh, but you know I, I like to talk about the the, the, the comparables from you know, from different fields to mm -hmm. business and obviously you know, sport mm -hmm. sport is something that is is uh, got parallels to all aspects of business all aspects of life um, so I've got, I've got two key things I want to talk to you about today and uh, you know I think what one of these is, is very very important for most most people's um, lives and careers but for, but for me very selfishly uh, I, I, want, I want to understand sports psychology because uh, obviously we, we, we just difficult we did, one well we, we, we just played a little out there and uh, I, I was I was about to say I could knock up quite well but, you, but you're probably gonna think what the fuck's he talking about right but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no when, 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 when I you know when I warm up I feel, you know, I feel I can I hit, hit the ball clean hit the shots you know keep keep long 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 rallies going but then as soon as soon as you know something's on the line you know, as soon as I move into a game uh, you know as, as, as soon as it's about points or it's about you know, about mm -hmm. money or ego or, or, or whatever whatever it is everything everything falls to pieces for me and uh, you know I guess you know, friends of mine you know or, or, or other other pros etc always say to me you know you've got to think of every point you know like individually a individually and be, be like the warm-up you know nothing's any different it's the same ball the same racket hitting in the same place but yeah you know, I mean why does it go wrong was it ever a problem for you and 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 how you know how did you correct it or how, how do you advise other people well obviously it helps you know when you when you practice a lot you know you have to practice things over and over and over again so they are kind of you know that they, they go automatic you don't even have to think and you do kind of the right thing then in 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 the like when you play points i think that's important that you just tra practice certain things over and over and over again and you have to love playing points there's a lot of people out there as soon as the, there's a competition they 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 tighten they freeze up they start thinking their mind is going crazy and that that's something you have to like I always loved competition I never liked practicing I always wanted to compete with somebody um, and then you have to stay in the moment you have to uh, think okay what am I gonna do next you know where's that surf going to go if you feel like you're a little un unsure you know then stick to your Stick to your best shots and um, and tell yourself what to do better. The ball toss higher or something like that, and really stay in the moment. That's the most important thing. Not think of the the score, uh, not think of the sun, all the influences outside. 
um, just stick to what you can do best and talk positively to yourself. Don't swear on the tennis court. It's Sorry. not helping. <laughs> I only did it twice, twice or three times. I only, I only hit my racket on the floor um, once. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, obviously it's a very common thing, you know, where, um, you know, for pros to try and teach, you know, thinking of every, you know, think of each point individually, yeah, and, yeah. you know, forget the last and forget the next. But you know, how much is that easier said than done when it comes to something like when you're a match point down? And I, tell, I, I was watching, uh, um, I mean, I don't know how, how, how much of the tennis you get to watch that you don't commentate on, but it was only a few weeks ago I was watching the Madrid game, uh, sorry, the Madrid Open, and it was Federer against Monfils. I don't know if you saw that game. I didn't, uh, And uh, it, 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 was, it was the third set, and Federer was, you know, he ended up being two match points down, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, the, the, I mean, the way he played, you know, the way he played those points was n never mind was as good as any other point. It, it almost seemed like, he, you know, in the most pressureful moment, he, he'd gone, you know, gone up another level gone for it. And, and just, mm. you know, just, 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 just completely kills it, goes into the tie break and wins 7 1 but or 7 2. You know, how, I mean, is he really there just thinking, this is just another point? No, well, it's, he's very aware of what the score is, but um, I think he has, uh, he's confident, obviously, and he has certain patterns. For example, Roger Federer, when he's down a break point or something like that, he's super aggressive always. He would have probably played surf and volley, I don't know if it was on, on, on his surf. Um, and he believes in him, himself, and that's important. You can't have any doubt, um, you know, coming up in your, but that's in, in, in life in general, isn't it? If you if you're convinced about something, then then you have to do it and, and not have any doubts uh, when you when you go and face break points, for example. And, and he would have lost matches like that as well. It doesn't work out every time. Uh, you know, tennis is it's such a fine line at the at the very top when you play against uh, each other that um, you know you can't can't always win. It's one of the sports where you cannot always come off the court as a winner. And um, and you learn from your losses as well. It's like when you're out there and you you know you just go back and think, okay, why? What happened there? And if it's just a technical thing, or uh, it might not just be mental. It might you know you just have to you know work on your footwork, or you just rule out all these things. But then up here, it's the it's the hardest part. But uh, um, you just have to also always stay positive and, and believe in yourself. I think that's really really important. Tell me when you obviously you just said you know and you learn from your losses as well. Yeah. One one thing I always talk about in business is that you know I, I think you only ever really learn from from your losses and failures as opposed to the things that go right yeah. because you know if it goes right well it's gone right but it's almost like why, why did why did it go <laughs> right you you, you kind of never really get to analyze it but uh, I mean, I mean do, do, do you think do you think in, in tennis or in sport you know when things go right. Uh, you, you, you get to analyze as, as well what went right, or do, you, or do you think you learn more learn more from the things that go wrong? I think you learn a lot from the things uh, which go wrong. That makes you a person in life and in sports and and in anything. And uh, I mean, in tennis, it's very common that you look look you, you watch your matches again. I do that now. Like when I host a show, you know, for Eurosport, I watch them afterwards, and I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, oh, what could I do better and stuff like that. You always have to work on yourself. I don't think. It matters how successful you are in tennis, for example, Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, they've um, achieved so much, but they always keep on working on themselves and uh, they always try, even if it's just a 1%, a half a percent to be better, they try to get that out of them and then I think that's how everybody should approach um, life and, um, you know, not just business-wise, but also as a, as a human being, I think you can, uh, people can always... Uh, 
improve as a person as well. It's interesting you say that about uh, you know uh, that, that, that you watch back the, sh the shows mm -hmm. that, that shows that you commentate on. And I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but you, you, you've made me think. I think it's quite quite important for the guys at home as well because again, what, one of the big things I talk about, and obviously you know what we're doing now is 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 creating content that you know that goes out there on socially on, on mm -hmm. YouTube, Facebook, etc. And this is becoming so much so so important in in, in well, I say in business, but in in, in any aspect of uh, of promoting promoting yourself as a as a, an individual as a brand you know, as, as, as an entrepreneur whatever it may be and I, I, I when I first started recording this stuff you know like most people you know, I hate my voice I hate I hate myself <laughs> hard to get I hate used myself to it, on know. camera and I tell you for, for, for the first 10 or 15 things I did uh, you know I, I, we'd, we'd film they'd get edited they'd get sent to me I'd watch the ten, I'd, I'd start I think I've got to watch it right so I watch 10 seconds oh fuck I, I can't watch I can't watch and swore uh, again <laughs> and, I, and I just uh, and, I, and I, I just put it out there online and I, I, forget, I forget who it was but I, but I was uh, I was reading um, I was reading or watching an interview with, with with some big movie star you know and he was talking about you know when he's when he did his premieres or when he watches his stuff and someone was asking you how do you feel about watching yourself and he was saying well you know you know I, I have to watch myself yeah. because if I can't watch myself and if I don't like if I don't like watching me then why you know then why the hell should anyone else pay pay to want mm. to like watching me and I think you know, whilst it's it's not exactly parallel to my you know to, to, to what my problem, it did make me start to think, and I think you know that you've you've got to you're probably not as bad as you think you are. Mm. You know, you, you, you you've got you've got to go back and watch. You've got to find ways to improve. And I guess you know the fact that the, the 15 videos I put out there, that even though I hadn't watched them, I wasn't getting too many too many negative comments. Too too exactly. many too many of my friends taking the and piss out of me. Yeah. You know, get, get me gave me a bit a bit of impetus to do it. But I, I think uh, you know it's 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 a very interesting parallel. And it's normal. I think that you're always your biggest uh, critic, uh, you know, on your on your, on yourself, the harshest yeah. on yourself. So um, I think it's also important to accept feedback from from people. Maybe not from everyone, but some, you know, people you ask, just give me your honest feedback. Mm. I think as a tennis player, you've uh, but you've got to, but you've got to have the, you've got to have the right people to yes, give you. Yeah, totally. No, no, it has point, to be no the point. No point. Say, hey, mom, can you give me some no, honest no, feedback? No, no, you no. Know, you've you, got to you, have one or two people, you know, it's just constructive feedback, please. Um, I love that, for example, because as a tennis player, you always there's always something wrong in your game. You know, you always have to work on that forehand, technically this and that. That it's never perfect. So I think um, you've, I've I've learned it, and a lot of tennis players have, have learned that to to deal with that and always they always want feedback, feedback, feedback. And I tell them I tell my people now who I work with, give me feedback. It's fine if you tell me it's it's bad or something. I can take that. But that's how I improve, and that's how I get better. You know, you don't take it. Uh, you know, too much in your heart. You just, um, you just try to get better. And I think it's a, it's yeah, constantly working on yourself somehow. So obviously, you know, we, we talked earlier about your your, your transition from uh, from playing tennis to, yeah. to to being in front of the camera, commentating and and, and, and presenting presenting sport now. And uh, obviously, you know, you, you're as, you're as successful in your second career as as, as you were in your first. You know, I think you know, one one thing that's always you know, very very inter interesting to me, and I guess you know, annoying to watch people waste opportunity. You know, whether whether this is in sport or or in celebrity, mm -hmm. or whatever in general, is 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 people people's inability to let's say. 
you know, t take, e take ego out of it. And, mm -hmm. and okay, look, you know, there's always going to be people at the very, very top of the game who who make make enough money, have enough success, etc. That it, that it doesn't matter what they move into you know, right. be, be, because they don't need to. But you know, but but realistically, you know, no, no, no matter how much how much platform and fame you know either people may think they have or the public may think other people have, you know, the, the, the reality is you know these people haven't haven't got you know I guess in, in, enough money and enough stability to you know to, mm -hmm. to last forever. And and you know, but do they have the the honesty, the lack of ego, and, and you know the, the foresight to, to move from what they have been doing and and, and make that change, which either may you know maybe a sidestep or or may even be a step a step backwards. Mm -hmm. But you know before before you can before you can go go forwards. I mean, you know, how how would you say say that had played out for you, and and, and mm -hmm. how how do you see it? You know, give, give me some. You, you don't have to name names, but maybe give me some examples of of people who can do it well, people who've done it badly, mm -hmm. and what your advice would be to you know to to, you know, to sportsmen out there, sportsmen and women, you know, not just in tennis but in anything, where you know their careers are coming to an end, and they've still they're probably 30, 35, you know, still got 20, 30 you know years years of work ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how do they how do they make that step? Well. Um, um, I was very lucky because my parents, for example, very down to earth, they're both bankers. So um, in when I was young, they already um, kind of, you, they always kept me on the ground, you know. I was always Barbara for them, even though when I was very um, uh, successful. And they always told me, think ahead, you know, because that career will be over at some stage. And yeah, first of all, with investments as well, just think, uh, think about when you're 60 years old and stuff like that, very conservatively, but they just uh, always prepared me for that as well. And I, um, even in a young age, in my 20s, I knew, okay, this is my first career, my first chapter in life, basically, this, uh, as a tennis player. And, uh, it'll be gone at some stage and you have to let go at some stage and you don't define um, yourself um, as a person just because you've been a good tennis player because uh, you know at the end of the day you're just a sportsman you entertain the people you're not saving lives you know and I always viewed myself as that so I I think that I've always kind of stayed the same it didn't matter if I was top 10 or not you know for me it was always uh, important to be a, a, a good good person I guess and um, and I can see that with a lot of players, former players, uh, colleagues of mine, you know, who had problems with the transition to another life because they're not playing on center courts which have five, ten thousand people there clapping for them. You know, that's that, that's just gone, and um, and uh, they they kind of try to hang on somehow, you know, and and and. Uh, play exhibitions and they're maybe in their 60s uh, you know and they still want to want to want to be that person they used to be and it's just not happening and then there's a lot of players who had no problems uh, moving on and, and, I was gonna say, and, and by, by then it's, it's probably too late for them to, 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 yes, to, to actually, actually, just, actually make a change you just have to know that this is a certain time in your life where you do this and then you have to move on and um, and that's that's what I've done, and I've never I loved my career, you know, and, and and now I'm so happy in my second career because it's very fulfilling to me. I still have that adrenaline kick, you know, when I go live on air uh, for for our show um, for Eurosport, and um, and it's it's it gives me a lot, and and I know there will be a time where somebody else will come in and take over. I, I might be too old, I might be somebody else, uh, another player who's been more successful taking over and, and that's fine, you know, I can, I'm going to give 100% in what I do now and um, and then when that's over, another door will open, I'm sure and um, you know, you have so, again, you meet so many people as a tennis player and, and one thing, 
which uh, is a good advice, I think, um, is that saying you always meet twice in life. So you, you meet, um, you know, like as a tennis player, I met so many people and you sometimes think, oh, you know, I have to meet another person, this and that. But always be aware of who you meet because you will meet again and then it could be very important meeting. But, but as, you know, one, one of the things I, I talk about, you know, both both on camera and, and it's, you know, such an important part of my life, both A, to do and B, that I enjoy, you know, is, is, is networking and, and, oh, and, yes. and take, taking advantage of all those opportunities. And, you know, and, and you guys as sports people, you know, ha, I guess have that fortunate, privileged platform that, you know, that, that, be, that because, you know, uh, your celebrities or, or, or because people look up to you, you know, you, you've, you've got instant credibility and, 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 you, and your foot through the Door, you know, to be able to take advantage of, of, of so, you know, so many more networking opportunities, or so much easier than than, than, than let's you know, a, a non-celebrity non person mm. you know, may be able to do. I mean, you know, take 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 these these three days here. You know, we've got yeah. you know, fifteen hundred you know successful, wealthy business people, celebrities, etc. Where you know, I, I, I guess you know, the, the the networking and the and the power in this room can, you know, can can do deals for people for for years and years and yeah, lifetimes to sure. come. I think and, and you know. It's important, you know, what you've just said about, you know, you, you meet people twice and, and, you know, and enjoying meeting people and networking on what's going to come around the corner. Because again, you know, you see far too many people in, in, in let's say, the privileged position mm -hmm. that could be taking advantage of that privileged position that use it in the complete opposite. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the big shot. I can't be bothered talking to anyone. Yeah, I don't want this. Exactly. And then, and then, you know, when, when your star wanes, when your credibility wanes, and you know, and you just a has been, and then the people don't want to talk to you. You know, you, you either can't, can't create the opportunities that, that you could have done years earlier or it's just it's just so much more difficult to do yeah that's right I totally agree but then in, in general I think it's in every any level it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not you know I think networking is important it's just respecting 100%. respecting people I mean you respect the you know the the person who do build the courts the same as uh, you know a businessman and the, so I think that's that's really important um, because not everybody has the same chances in life so You've had two two long and successful careers, and you're barely days older than me. What does the future hold? What's career number three? Uh, career number three? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty. I know that I'm going to be very busy for the next uh, three to five years with my contract. Are you under uh, con you've got a I've, I've got a yeah longer long-term contract with Eurosport, and I'm I'm representing a few companies, and I've got lots of my hand my how do you say in English my hands in a lot of different fingers in lots of Fingers, yes, fingers in a lot of different yeah. pies, exactly. So I, I'd still, uh, you know, want to be involved in tennis uh, somehow. I love traveling. I travel a fair bit. And then obviously I, I have a family as well. I have a little son. He's 10 years old. I want to be there for him as well. Um, just to find that balance, you know, of work and um, and, and then being at home. But uh, I'm, I'm quite driven, <laughs> a driven person. I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. So... Uh, one thing I think is really important and that, um, that I take that from my tennis career is goal setting. I always set goals like long-term goals and short-term goals, uh, which um, I think is very important to do. And um, uh, yeah, so I, I, I hope that uh, I'll make it happen, you know, that the next uh, 10 years are going to be as exciting as the last 20 were or 30. Yeah. I'm sure they will be. Listen, thanks so much for joining Thank us. You, Matt. You're so far away, I can't kiss you, but I'm going to give you a high five 
Like, we're good at that. Like we were doing on court. <laughs> Let's get back out there. <laughs> Let's go. I've, got, I've got to get a shower so we can enjoy the rest of today. Yeah. But thank you so much. Thank hope, you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that. Like I say, like on any of my YouTube videos, if you like them, comment below. Tell me some questions that you'd like, like me to ask future guests. And press subscribe. So many of you send me positive comments, but you still don't subscribe. So YouTube, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Matt Haycock Show. For more Matt, check out his YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Matt Haycox. Or go stalk him on Instagram and Twitter, The Matt Haycox. And we'll see you soon.